Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That's the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And the Yonko table has set sail yet again into the realms of She-Hulk. Attorney at Law. We're on episode four of this brand new Marvel series of 2022. Uh, Still not at the halfway point yet. There's a total of nine episodes of She-Hulk and we're only on episode four. So there's still five episodes after this one. Usually this is the halfway point for most Marvel TV series. Uh, But we're here to talk about the good and the bad of She-Hulk episode four, as we do every week. But with me, as always, is fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, episode four, is it here for you? Are you are you judging it by a mid-series finale um, criteria? Or you're just kind of no. taking each episode? Okay. Just taking it an episode at a time, but I don't think I would call this the mid-season finale for sure. Um okay. I mean, maybe next week we'll feel more like that. But um not to say that I didn't enjoy parts of this episode. There were aspects I enjoyed, but uh I don't know. She-Hulk is not doing it for me necessarily overall. I feel they haven't really other than I think that second episode, I really I feel they really haven't kind of found their mark with me. And we'll talk about it. But I mean, I'm not going to write it off completely yet. I still have hopes because, again, for what they do do right, I just need them to capitalize on that. So that's where I'm at. OK, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I. <laughs> so, you know, one of our fears from last week, because. Uh, you you mentioned you know the highlight of the season was episode two for you and that was really the whole concept of the trial scene potentially going in a direction that we kind of wrote a better story for but it didn't go that way it didn't go that way marvel had other plans for she hulk they didn't want to do a courtroom drama so they didn't do one um so because the rest of the series is not like that now it's like okay so the first three episodes like what we alluded to last week was uh, they kind of served as a prologue in a way. And or if not a prologue, uh, one of the arcs in the entirety of the nine episodes for She-Hulk. So the first three episodes are just the arc of the Incredible Hulk, um, you know, cameo and characters. So, you know, you got Bruce Banner, you got uh, Emil Blonsky, and all this other stuff referencing the Incredible Hulk from 2008. 
but now that that's wrapped up and over with from episode three, now we're kind of shifting gears a little bit. I don't know what kind of arc we're in right now because it just felt like a random uh, silly episode. And I guess that kind of fits the theme of what they're going for because they, they wanted this to be, or did we discern that this is kind of more like a sitcom instead? Yeah, it's a, it's more like a sitcom. I mean, um, sitcom is such a loose term. It's a comedy, so there are arcs. Like you said, we did complete, I guess, the Incredible Hulk arc. I think right now we're in kind of a grace period where, you know, not necessarily everything will be serialized, but aspects from other episodes will trickle in, but not necessarily uh, direct the direction of the rest of the season or the arc for example closed out the incredible hulk arc however wong is the lingering piece and now wong is establishing what's going on in this episode and from here i can either see him sticking around a couple more times or it's gonna shift because again there's a i mean it's like said we know daredevil's gonna show up and we know daredevil's gonna have a oh my god i keep forgetting Good. yeah it, i keep forgetting too and i feel that's what everybody's waiting around for i just feel i would call this like the wong arc maybe if really? wong shows up if wong shows up the next episode i'm deeming this the wong arc or the wongers sorry the wongers oh god that's that's ridiculous <laughs> what the wongers you don't like wongers it's just weird. I don't know. It, it, it didn't. I didn't laugh. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, right. Longest. Right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, they. I. I think. Um, uh, I, I. I think her character. Oh my god. I'm blanking on her name. Janet. No. Oh. Jen, uh, Jen Madison. No. No. Oh, no. no. Oh, Jen oh, Jennifer. Yes. Jennifer. Jen goodness. I don't know. I don't know why I was blanking on that. Jennifer. Um. Uh. You know, she kind of put it best a little bit in the beginning of the episode. She basically said, uh, you know, she broke the fourth wall again, addressing the audience directly. And she's like, oh, yeah, did you like that Wong cameo? You know, everyone loves Wong. He he's basically serves as Twitter armor for a week. And I feel like she's probably directly referencing, you know, <laughs> the, the bashing She-Hulk would get throughout its run. Um, and you know, to some degree, some of it's justified, some of it's, you know, reaching out there a little bit. Uh, but you know, <laughs> Twitter was ablaze the last week about the whole twerking fiasco with, uh, Megan the Stallion and She-Hulk, you know, you had people just finding it, you know, kind of silly. You had others taking it a step further and saying, uh, Tony Stark died for this. <laughs> <laughs> with a box of scraps uh you know and it's just i don't know like it's it's just silliness at the end of the day um but i like how they kind of expected how social media would react to certain aspects of the show and i just kind of i i found i found this fourth wall breaking moment actually kind of humorous because they kind of knew what was going to happen. And they're like, oh, yeah, but Wong, everyone loves Wong. So maybe Wong will be in every episode from here on out as the uh, as the Twitter armor, because there's no fault for Wong. I, I like that, too. Uh, Self-referential uh, 
But goodness, part of it, it feels like they expect people to really not like this show for whatever reason. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> goodness. Uh, I mean, a lot of setup there, but it's a funny joke. But have some faith in your series, I hope. But uh, I mean, it I... works as a meta joke. And, it does work uh, as a meta joke. Yeah. Um. So but people need to relax. I'll tell you that much. Did Tony Stark not die for this? For a She-Hulk to be able to do this of her own free will? I don't know. I don't care. He's gone. <laughs> you don't care that Tony Stark died? I do care. He's gone. <laughs> Moving on. You gotta move on. Wow. Who cares? You gotta move on. Who cares? I mean, you, were I... the, you were in the theater in Endgame, and when he said, I... And Iron Man, you were the only one in that silence that said, who cares? No, <laughs> I'm just saying snap. Tony Stark cannot cast his shadow over the MCU forever. People need to take it what it is now. Okay. That's ooh, all I'm saying. Ooh, as in, as in consume, do not no. critique. No, you can critique, but. Don't let the inclusion or exclusion of Tony Stark set your show for whatever. Tony Stark is nowhere near this plot. Why are we even talking about Tony Stark? It's more interesting than what happened in this episode. Okay, you know what? No, no. Let's let's give the episode a chance. Let's give it a chance. So what is this? Um, you have okay. This part's kind of interesting. And I feel like, again, we our talks make the episode more interesting than what they're likely going to do with it. But we get introduced to like a magic show, right? Yes. Um, with a magician who is not that good at his job, but his name is Donnie Blaze. Yes. Now, the first question you know people being into marvel comics and everything they're gonna wonder hey that name sounds very familiar where did i hear that from um the only one you would have heard it from was johnny blaze aka ghost rider so you've watched agents of shield right i did i did or all of it did you watch all of it um not all of it i fell off uh the ghost rider season i finished the ghost rider arc and when they started doing the uh uh the the models the decoy models uh that's when i stopped okay so uh and and i feel like we've addressed this before but since they're making reference to a, a potential character like this um at the time of agents of shields airing was that considered canon to the mcu honestly that is up to the fandom and that's up to the producers at at marvel because so kind of similar to the netflix uh marvel series so, yes. so, so far okay On, until those characters cross over into a film or one of these disney uh plus series a lot of people call them non-canon, uh, which is unfair because at the time Marvel TV was a thing, and so you know, like they Peggy were doing Carter, right? There was a ca Peggy Carter, Agent too. Carter, Agent Carter, Agent Carter, yeah, Agent okay. Carter, uh, the Runaways, uh, Cloak and Dagger, and then the Netflix series. 
so I get it though. Donnie Blaze, yes, sounds like Ghost Rider, but Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield is not Johnny Blaze. Oh, it's not. No, it's a different Ghost Rider. Oh, it's, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, he's in the comics. This Ghost Rider, gosh, what's Danny? I think it's Danny. Uh, something. Isn't he Spanish? Uh, Isn't he Spanish? Yes, he's the... he's Hispanic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, goodness, I can't remember. Robbie Reyes. There it Robbie is. Robbie Reyes. Okay. Robbie okay, Reyes. No. So then, all right. So then, that kind of changes my perspective a little bit on where I was going with it, because I was, I was going to ask about, you know, did did some characters from the MCU appear in Agents of Shield or vice versa? Is it canon? Because I was going to say if that if that was Johnny Blaze in Agents of Shield, uh, maybe. D -d depending on whether Agents of Shield is canon or not, maybe this might be referencing, um, you know, with with Donnie. Wait, was it Donnie? Yeah, Donnie Blaze. Uh, if that's referencing Ghost Rider, or if he is Ghost Rider. Uh, but since that's not Johnny Blaze, then my next question is: Do you think Donnie Blaze in uh, in She Hulk is directly? referencing ghost rider or is it just paying homage to him because in a way it's it's kind of in, in a similar limelight right because there um johnny blaze was uh wasn't he like a goodness like a daredevil on like the la like he, he but but he wasn't that good at his job right or no johnny I, mean, I am not a ghost rider expert uh so with that said um I mean, I only really know the Nicolas Cage movie. Those are the best so, ones. No, they're not. Uh, what? They're not good at all. But um, what do you mean? Don't do this. Don't play coy. Don't do um, play coy. What game is that? You stop. Let me finish. Uh, <laughs> what? You're trying to be. You're trying to be a troll. Listen, what are you talking about? <laughs> listen, those movies aren't good. So if you're saying that Johnny Blaze wasn't good at his stunts, then I would say yes, because I'm going off of the Nick Cage movies. Well, in the so, Nick Cage movies, was he bad? Like, was he like kind of like running on? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like half-assed? Listen, like, this is this is not this is just Marvel making fun of fans and their expectations. There, there was a She-Hulk trailer that showed the sign for Donnie Blaze and they purposefully, you can't see the D. So a lot of people uh, thought it was Johnny Blaze and now it's here. Wait, was and it it's the trailer? Yes, people were like pinpointing it. Yes, it's not like so prominent. It's like pause, you have to pause uh, at the right moment to see it. Okay. And people were like, oh, cool. Johnny Blaze might be showing up. It's not Johnny Blaze. This is just them pulling the mat from under you i don't think this is going to tie into ghost rider in any format this is just weird wow. it's really weird i don't know why they did this like obviously they know fun. i don't think that's fun i think it's weird i'm like why are y'all doing this not that i had expectations for ghost rider to show up when they said he's donnie blaze i was just like this is just weird but I took it for what it is. I wasn't upset that Ghost Rider wasn't here. It, I just don't understand the writing team. I'm like, unless you're just trying to pull the rug from people. So, so you hated this episode. No, I didn't. I, I already said I didn't hate the episode. I just 
I just find this to be weird and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And yeah. Do you like Madison? Our girl Madison? Everyone's favorite new character in the MCU? I thought Madison was funny. Uh, I think one episode is good enough for me. Oh no, you're she's with Wong now. I don't know. I don't think she's with Wong. They just watch the Sopranos together. And she oh, spoils no, I, everything. I, I don't mean like romantically. I meant like oh. just uh like she she's with him. She hasn't left. Like you would think she would just be someone that stumbled. Well, cause uh what's it called? Donnie Blaze has a ring sling. And you learn later that he's a failed student of the yes. uh, of the mystic arts. He never learned how to properly use those items, and nothing more beyond that. I, I thought there would be more backstory with that, but no. He he's he's just a failed student, and um, <laughs> so you know uh, what he, makes me mad about Donnie Blaze? That he's not Ghost Rider. No. Why didn't Baron Mordo kill this dude? What happened to Baron Mordo? Uh. Mordo from no, Doctor no, no. Strange. I, I, I remember Mordo, but like, why at why the, didn't he go after him? At the end of the first Doctor Strange, he was out here killing all sorcerers. So anybody who had ties to Carmartage, how so, did Donnie Blaze uh, skip out on? So my headcanon to that is the person that he took out at the end of... Um, at the end of Doctor Strange, Mordo, the guy he took out as a, you know, to cleanse the world of all sorcerers, he took out someone that was using their magic to be able to walk again. Yes. Um, and he, he basically kicked out the wheelchair underneath this person in a yeah. way. He's like, no, you crawl. And it's like, okay, man, what a dick. Um, But so I feel like had Mordo ever crossed paths with Donnie Blaze. I mean, this guy is clearly incompetent and his magic is not really being used for like, it's not good. Like, it's like he's not being, he can't accomplish anything with this. So Mordo probably saw it and he's like, yo, he's he's fine. I don't need to No, Mordo should have came. Just do Donnie Blaze. You just hate, cool. no, you hate Donnie Blaze. That's what it I is. I don't hate Donnie Blaze. I've Again, the way they write this episode, I feel for Wong. Wong is annoyed that he's got to deal with this Donnie Blaze guy because he's just willy-nilly opening portals to who knows where. And I forgot a sling ring could even open a portal to another dimension. I thought it was just uh, like in oh, the a universe. to another place. Yeah. Has it ever done it to another dimension before? To my knowledge, no. I have never seen them open a portal to like another dimension. Interesting. Which I guess that makes Donnie Blaze pretty powerful. I uh I mean, then that begs the question, you know, what dimensions what was he opening? Um right. there's some theories going around that I feel like phase four uh for Marvel has been Everyone theorizing Mephisto's next. That's Mephisto. Oh, look, there's the Mephisto <laughs> reference. And I swear to you, it, it started with WandaVision. And I feel like it was kind of justified in WandaVision a little bit because we were still relatively on that Marvel high, right? We were uh, 
like what was the movie before WandaVision? It was it was it was uh, uh the Avengers, no? Endgame before no. WandaVision. Uh it was Spider-Man. Right? Oh, Spider-Man. No, no, no way. Oh, home. no 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 wait. No, before WandaVision, no. Um it was uh what well what what came out after Endgame? It was Far From Home? Spider-Man no. Yeah, Far From Home. Yeah, oh. sorry. Far From Home. Okay. So after that, the next Marvel property was um WandaVision, right? Yeah, 2020 there was no Marvel. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, because everything got moved to yes. the next year. Okay. Um so yeah, wow, I can't believe there was no year of Marvel. Wow, that's, There was a that's year crazy. without Marvel. Yeah. That's insane. Um so so yeah, uh people were still off of their high from where Endgame left off. You know, yeah, Spider-Man at the end. Spider-Man's great. Everyone likes Spider-Man. But, um, you know, Endgame left you off on a high. So you're coming into WandaVision, into, you know, Phase 4 proper. And, um, you know, you're still trying to run off your theories from, the you know, th that carried over from Phase 2, Phase 3, all the Thanos stuff that was going on. And... A lot of people thought Mephisto was going to come out in WandaVision. That obviously didn't happen, but then it continued after that. People kept making theories beyond just Mephisto. You know, it was like Mephisto, um, goodness, um, the, the, the Thunderbolts, the Secret Avengers, Dark Avengers, whatever. Like it just kept going and going and it just was not happening. And that, that's what led people to kind of, come to the conclusion that phase four is mid now we're back here at square one again saying that mephisto is gonna appear in she-hulk i don't know like were there any dimensions that this guy opened up that kind of raised an eyebrow for you or were you just kind of like these are just being played for laughs there's nothing serious about I mean, any of these dimensions never when i mean i watched this episode once i didn't i mephisto was in the back of my mind i was not thinking of Mephisto ever at all not until you told me about it where I'm like I guess those demons those were like hellish looking demons and then uh, in the credit scene with the drawn uh art of uh Madison talking to the goat I guess that looks hellish too um she could have been in a a hell dimension well Madison mentions that we haven't introduced Madison. Who no. is Madison? Who is Madison? Well, at Donnie Blaze's show, Madison is called up to be a volunteer, step through the magical portal, and she steps through and has an adventure. And then somehow she comes out at Wong's at, okay. at Carmitage. Okay, so she did not and so when Donnie Blaze opened the portal, he did not open a portal to Wong's place, right? He opened a portal somewhere else. Yeah, right. Uh, Madison went there, and then she somehow got from there to Wong's place, right? Right, which means who opened the portal for her <laughs> to get to Wong's place? Okay, so... There's a theory running around. A Mephisto theory. Ooh. Um, and again, I, I didn't uh, catch this naturally, but apparently there's a theory going around that the, the place that she ended up in uh, was Mephisto's hell dimension. 
And the reason why people think that is because when she explains to Wong how she got there, she says that, you know, she spoke to a goat. Goats are often associated with hell and the devil and Satan. Um, and she said the goat was talking to her and it saved her from a lava pit in exchange for six drops of her blood. And so, and, and then another thing that adds credit to her having been in the hell dimension where Mephisto was in, Madison claims that the goat's name, uh, she thinks the name was Jake. Mind you, Madison is a little drunk. And, well, not a little drunk. She <laughs> She's kind of wasted. She is stumbling over herself and she's slurring her words. She, she's all over the place. So she believes the goat, the, 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 the talking goat's name was Jake. But because she's drunk, some people are thinking that she might be misremembering the actual name of the goat. So the goat's name might not be Jake, but it might actually be Jack. And Jack is one of the aliases of Mephisto. Is that a reach? Listen, we've done this song and dance since WandaVision. I think it's a reach. I Had this been in WandaVision, I would have been all for it. I would have been like, yeah, yeah. You know, Kevin Feige laying out the, the, the little breadcrumbs and the seeds and everything for all these wild theories. It, it's crazy. I love it. I love it. I, I'm not here for it. I, it, it could it be, I mean, it could, but I, I've lost all hope after a while. I don't think Mephisto was in any phase four project whatsoever in hints and Easter eggs, like in nothing, nothing. I just don't care. <laughs> They've wow. been doing this forever. I don't care about Mephisto. I care. I just don't care. Um, That's strike two for your, I don't care, uh, shots. I just don't care. It's like, just give me the, this series. But if they're just, again, if they're if it's just a rug pull, because I'm kind of over the Marvel rug pulls, which they've been doing a lot lately, uh, specifically with WandaVision, like with the, the Pietro thing too, uh, with Ooh. Evan Evan Peters. Um, yeah, I just want to watch She-Hulk. I want to see what's going on with She-Hulk. If it's Mephisto, great. I really hope he lives up to all the theories and the hype settled around him. If it's not, great. I hope there's a great She-Hulk show. But I haven't found a great She-Hulk episode yet. So it's like, what are y'all doing? So that's how I feel. I see. I see. I mean, we'll see what happens. I... <laughs> I'm tired. I'm exhausted from the MCU at this point. I get uh, it. But uh, yeah, so, you know, Madison's the new favorite of the MCU. People seem, at least on social media, people seem to be very um, uh, excited about her. Or I guess not excited. They just like her. They just mm -hmm. like her. They like her silliness, I guess. And she's a drunkard and she's just saying these weird dumb things all the time that's just who she is and wong doesn't want to deal with it at all she keeps spoiling the sopranos for him and he's very <laughs> upset I, that part was funny I, yes I, I i enjoyed madison and wong they were funny i enjoyed that right um wongers what is that in reference to 
Nothing. It's just she calls them wongers. I it's hate just, that. Oh God. I she's just... a woo girl. She's a woo girl. If you know uh, how I met your mother. A woo. Nope. I do not. That's okay. She's a woo girl. Interesting. Funny enough, as we speak uh, on She Hulk, we have a uh, discourse in the Discord of one of our uh, fellow supernovas, basically saying that he vomited at this episode of She Hulk. But you have to join our discourse. Oh, our, I'm sorry, our Discord to see what that discourse is all about. Uh, I just find that very funny. I got the notification on my phone right now. I, I just saw it too. <laughs> this person hates Marvel in general, but I just find it funny that we're we're kind of not crapping on She-Hulk, but it the the timing is perfect. It's, you know, I mean, we, we still have yet to talk about actual She-Hulk. We've just been talking about the greater Marvel well, uh, we, I haven't, mean, we haven't talked about Jen's story in all of this. Well, Jen has, uh, I guess, the the dating arc in this episode, right? Well, there's technically two arcs going on, right? You have yes. one arc where it's Wong wanting to, I guess, get a cease and desist or an order uh, entered against uh, Donnie Blaze for tampering with the mystical arts and opening dimensions that he's not supposed to be doing. So you have some silliness with Jen and Wong going to court, trying to basically get an injunction on this man so that he stops clowning around. I'm telling you, you know, being an attorney, they made a complete mockery of the damn judicial system in this episode. I mean, they've been doing it already. Uh, oh wait, wait. Go ahead. Were you gonna say something? Oh no, no, no. I, 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 I figured a lot of the courtroom stuff is not, you know, like up to par. It's just uh, like I get it. It's made for TV, but I guess when I don't know, it's it's just dumb. I hate where the judge is saying, "Do you have a witness that can attest to these things that this that Donnie Blaze has done?" and Jen's like, uh, I don't have a witness, but then Wong opens a portal and brings Madison through and they put Madison on the stand. I'm sorry. The judge would have thrown the gavel at both. She, she would have disbarred Jen on the spot. Like who the hell is And this? she had a drink in her hand. She had a drink. She was so disrespectful. And well, I mean, she, she wasn't disrespectful, but she was disrespectful in the courtroom. No judge with any self-respect would have let that farce continue. I <laughs> I get it. It's a comedy. It, it's played for laughs. It's made for, you know, silly jokes and whatnot. But mind you, Daredevil takes place in the same universe. I refuse. We to don't believe. know which aspects of Daredevil no. are being brought over, but uh, the judicial system in the Netflix series is not canon. And again, listen, listen, this is my whole thing. I like that it's a comedy. I just wish it was like maybe an HBO comedy that <laughs> where has wit? they wit has wit and they keep the realism like don't don't substitute realism for a, a a quick laugh. Madison being in the court drunk is funny. It was funny. It was. Because it's ridiculous to think that this would fly in a real court. But I'm also like watching this show to see how they balance an actual like 
real scenario if a superpowered woman was a lawyer. I really want that aspect from She-Hulk. No, no, <laughs> and they won't give it. it to me. Did I laugh at Madison at court? Yes. Did I cringe knowing that this could never happen? <laughs> yes. I just, I can't get what I want. Do not critique, only consume. I Con am critiquing. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And then Donnie gives, you know, flips them off on the way out. Hell no, is that being allowed? Hell no. A, a, a judge would take that and say, hold on, wait a minute. No. You know what? Screw you. Jen, I'm ruling in your favor. Get the injunction made against uh, Donnie Blaze. Absolute, absolute insanity. But that's, that's you know, the, I guess you could call the A plot. I mean, there was technically no A and B plot. They were both kind of like, you know, given the same amount of weight in a way. I would, I would say the A plot is, you know, the uh, Donnie Blaze bit Donnie and bringing Wong. And Jen is now Wong's lawyer. I think that's funny, too. Right, right. Uh, um, so that's that's silly. The um, B plot would be Jen's romantic endeavors. Right. So Jen is, uh, you know trying to get out there, you know, being a woman in her 30s, she wants to just see what's available for her out in the dating realm. And she downloads an app called Matcher, which is basically the equivalent of, you know, Tinder in our world. Um, and she, I thought it was funny that she used a corporate photo of herself <laughs> for the role. That was funny. That was funny. I, I agree. Uh, and it was brought up, you know, and Nikki saw and she's like, oh, my God, you brought a, a, a corporate you brought your corporate headshot for your Tinder profile. Uh, goodness, I don't think they said it, but they should have said something like this isn't LinkedIn. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, so that was funny. But um, yeah, Jen uh, was uh, she was getting some matches, but not a lot. Well, right. I think she went out on two dates and that was a funny sequence. Like the one guy, they were like building the tension of him, like ready for the check and he's reaching for his wallet and he just, uh, oh my gosh, he just really just dipped on her like that. Like the disrespect, did. goodness gracious. And I think uh, I, I didn't rewind the scene, but I think when he set the phone down, you could see that he was messaging someone. Yes. I think he was messaging in the app, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he was back on it. <laughs> he was messaging another match. Goodness. But goodness, Jen is attractive. Day. Tatiana Malzani is attractive, man. They're, what is she? What is she doing Jen, here? What is she doing? Again, I, I, this is making Jen seem like desperate. I don't know. Maybe she's matching up with the wrong people, or, or, uh, maybe she's not that likable. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I. I think the B plot was pretty funny. The uh, B plot was funny. Um, I I feel like there were some mixed messages uh, coming. Oh, through. it's definitely it's definitely mixed. Uh, yeah, cause cause she gets the matches when she finally caves and becomes. She takes Nikki's advice and does the She Hulk on there. And then she starts getting all the dings. All the dings on her uh on her match profile so now she has many potential dates uh but as she starts meeting more and more of these people 
um she's realizing that hey uh you know these are not people for me they just care about themselves and they're kind of conceited in a way uh right because like that's what most of them were at first right they were just kind of well like, you had the one guy who was like how much do you deadlift so obviously he's a uh he's a like gym a, junkie a, a gym rat a beef head uh whatever you call those dudes um I remember him and then I remember the guy who she spent the most time with who was actually getting to know her uh and it looked like it was going well and then you know jumping ahead but at the end of the episode he doesn't like Jen he only likes the She-Hulk okay you see I didn't like how this date that she was on got to that state because uh okay so like go, going back a little bit right she's on this date with this guy and she's you you can kind of tell that she's already tired from her previous uh dates so like she's tired of the same bs over and over again of uh people just really only caring about themselves not caring about wanting to get to know her at all um and so she's there on this date as as she hulk and uh oh oh and also before this day there was that guy that was obsessed with like the the superpowers like oh yes vision what's going on there <laughs> he called he called her a specimen a fascinating specimen um but uh but yeah jen went on all those days and then she gets to this day i swear they progressed this way too fast because literally uh they hadn't even ordered appetizers yet. I, I I think it was he said. Um, can we split some fries? Can we? He, he said. He said. Tell me about yourself. Well, he said. Yeah, he said. Tell me about yourself, and can we split some fries? Immediately, Jen's like, "Oh my goodness, let's take this to go." Wow, Jen, it was that easy. Are you, Jen? Come on. What she appreciates someone who wants to get to know her just like that <laughs> just ask one question I think I think Jen was just trying to you know hit it and quit it or something oh no she was I don't know about that I mean I don't know like you said based on her reaction afterwards I don't think it was I don't think she wanted that to be a hit it and quit it oh oh yeah I mean I think Jen yes uh, I think she was looking to go you know steps further i uh the whole nine yards but then uh yes turn into something else uh they made the quack about you know dating in their 30s uh but right. yes when he saw that she was jen and not she hulk he's out so yes she did look a little devastated that actually so, did hurt a little bit that well you know, the, the, it, the expression that she gave when uh she she was jen again yes. like she was in her normal state and the guy found out he's like hey who are you and and she was you know he said oh i'm jen you know she hulk and he was like oh yeah cool cool i'm out <laughs> i'm sorry well, see it's it i think it makes an interesting juxtaposition when you compare her to bruce bruce is a person who nobody wanted the hulk you know unless it was like ulterior motives you know right. uh and but people really valued Bruce as like a scientist and his expertise in gamma radiation. 
here you have Jen who just wants to be Jen. And now her value is like mandated by how people feel about the She-Hulk. No one values Jen. They value the She-Hulk. They're attracted to the She-Hulk. It's making her, uh, it's demeaning to her, uh, what do you call it? Well, it's demeaning to herself, you know, her right. self-worth. So right, no, it's uh, because I think we talked about it last week too. They're kind of um, well, I, I I mean, we don't know what the motives were for this character. Maybe, maybe there was like a, a genuine attraction for who she was as She Hulk, but then as regular Jen, that attraction is not there anymore. Uh, because in a way, I mean, he didn't know who that was when when he woke up. He was yes. like, who are you? Uh, so to him, that's a completely different person. But on the flip side of that, it could have also just been um, he was fe uh, fetishizing the the She-Hulk. And, and, and we talked about that last week. Um, so it could just, again, uh, the, the the whole snoo-snoo episode from Futurama. So <laughs> some, no, some mean, people are into that. It, it, it's I, fine. It's fine. That's what it is. I mean, he was a buff dude. Uh, he was a buff had, dude. Right. It seems like he's into, you know, taller women, uh, you know, attractive, like tall physique and whatnot. So, I mean, if you have a preference, you have a preference. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, right. superficial, whatever you want to call it. But I don't think there's any. Own it. Own it. He owned it. I think in that moment, in a way, yeah, Jane. he's like, oh, sorry, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess there's realism to it, but yeah, it just kind of sucks for Jen. Uh, and, I, and I think that's what I've been the most enjoying about She-Hulk is kind of just Jen's uh, journey with the She-Hulk, whether it's coming to terms of acceptance of it or, you know, learning how to balance it and, you know, she like uh Emil told her last episode you gotta take the story and you gotta change it yourself or everybody's just gonna do it for you but then it's like she's met with something like this and that can definitely set her back some you know right right um and again you know that was a b plot that didn't end too well for her um but in the middle of that was where we get basically the climax of yes. the A plot. Yeah, so Jen's on this date with this guy from Matcher. And in the middle of that date, Wong is trying to get a hold of her because uh, Donnie Blaze opened up, uh, I guess, a portal to hell. <laughs> and, and, and again, that's that, that leads to the whole Mephisto theory that people have. They think he opened a portal to the hell dimension or something. Uh, and he basically let loose these hellish looking devil bats, whatever you want to call them. Um, and they're terrorizing, you know, his, his magic show. So Wong needs to come in and save the day, uh, but he needs She-Hulk's help. So he brings in She-Hulk and they kind of handle it pretty well, I guess. You know, they uh, I'm surprised Wong didn't use that vacuum technique uh, a lot earlier sooner. on. Yeah, yeah, that seemed definitely very, would've... very effective. Oh yeah, definitely would have ended things a lot sooner. Right. Uh, I I don't know. Wong is the uh, sorcerer supreme right now. You can't handle I, this. 
on your you own. can't handle this on your own right I, I i feel like dr strange could handle this on his own i think dr strange could handle that <laughs> on his own uh so um i mean it's it was fine i i guess it's the quintessential we must have an action sequence um so i will say um and this was our was first cool. action sequence right uh, other than her fighting bruce if you want to call that a fight like, I guess a real uh, fight against, uh, like, you know, she has to use her powers against something to overcome them. I, I'm not really going to count the the wrecking crew from last week. Yeah, yeah, that was, that, that was, uh, yeah. She just turned right. into Shield and said, hey, stop that. And then they stopped. Yeah, no, this one, you actually get to see her cut loose a bit. I, I liked it um, for the most part. Right. And it looked like, you know, she started to, like, kind of enjoy it. You know, she's been hesitant about, being the superhero thing and again part of the journey that i like watching is her coming to terms that she can be a superhero despite the fact she doesn't want to be like she can maybe be good at it uh so i like that aspect but uh yeah it was a, it was a nice little sequence ain't nothing crazy i'm glad it was short it wasn't it didn't overstay its welcome uh but yeah it, it's there it's there. It happened. Is it that happened. all we could say? Is that all we could say? Damn it, man! Why are we here doing? These I mean, she just—it was—it was little bats. It wasn't like a formidable foe that was punching her. They were transforming halfway through. They were turning and, into like these little dogs. And she handled them with ease. It did not seem like a challenge. She <laughs> oh has not God. been challenged yet. She has not. No, and I—I I imagine. We're probably not going to see her challenged at all in the series, it, you know, against her powers. Uh, but maybe towards the end, we might. Um, but Jen's able to wrap this up pretty neatly and basically got uh, a cease and desist for uh, these two characters, Donnie Blaze and his manager, I guess. I don't know who Which, you would call this guy. I mean, it makes me think, I don't know, like, Someone like Nino Desplazada would call this. Now they just made it all capitalism. The fact that they can, the Carmartage and the mystical art sorcerers can order a cease and desist against oh. any regular old person. Yes, they can. I guess. I, I mean, I guess Mordo said it best in Doctor Strange. He's like, <laughs> he gave him, he gave Strange the card. And he's like, what's this? Wi-Fi password. He's like, we're not savages. Yes, yes. Maybe they're a legit business. Maybe anybody can go to Carmartage and be like, "Hey, teach me the Mystic Arts." Can I? Learn? I mean, he has that out on his LinkedIn profile. So, I guess you could I guess network with Wong and secrets out the bag. I guess have a mutual connection message him DM say hey what's the interview process like um who knows you might be cleaning the floors at the <laughs> at the the sanctum I I guess that is um, what they're portraying here <laughs> so yeah yeah you got to start at the bottom man you got you got janitorial duties okay uh we'll teach you a sling up. ring uh after six weeks you got to give us six weeks of loyalty and we've got weeks. you with the sling ring that's your probation yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, they were able to get the season assist against Donnie Blaze, and uh the episode kind of closes off with um Jen getting served 
um, basically getting served with uh, a lawsuit against her from the 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 Tati Tatiana. What's the oh my name? gosh, no, Tatiana is a girl we went to high school with. No, Titania. Oh Titania. Titania. Goodness gracious. Tatiana is a very universal name that could be applied to anything. Well, I know you and I have a mutual friend named Tatiana, but it's Titania, right. like Titanium. Titania, uh, the yes, character Titania. we met in episode one that just quite literally smashed in from the ceiling with no introduction whatsoever. Um, she's filing suit against uh, Jen. And she's filing suit because she's using her trademark, She-Hulk. Or rather, uh, she trademarked. She trademarked the term She-Hulk before Jen could ever trademark it. And therefore, because Jen's still using She-Hulk as her title, she's now suing her. Uh, well, uh, Ty Titania is suing her for use of her trademark. Yes. I'm guessing that's the next... Uh, arc i guess in a way um however it looks um it's very interesting uh she's a social media influencer with superpowers so maybe she was going around you know hashtagging she hulk for her powers um i don't see maybe wong coming back for this little arc uh oh you don't think he's uh didn't you call this earlier the wong arc for the rest of the uh the, the um, next few episodes? I, I mean I mean I I did, but then you reminded me of this. I don't really see again, I don't want Wong to overstay his welcome. He's Twitter armor, as Jen he, puts it. He sure is, but it's like if he's gonna be here, make it make sense. So uh I would like to see the inner workings of uh whatever her firm's name is in the superhuman law division. I would like to see more of that. You know, we were kind of out of the office this episode. So I think this is a good place to bring us back in. Because, um, I mean, we didn't even talk about it last week. Uh, do you remember the female lawyer that walked in uh, when they were, uh, uh, she, Jen was in there and they were talking about the Light Elf case and a female lawyer walked in and uh, that douchebag, uh, former co-worker of hers was like, Oh, she's a 10, something, something. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she walked out. Yeah, she walked out. That's, um, she's from Hamilton, man. She's famous. That's Renee. Uh, Renee oh. Elise Goldsberry. Uh, she played, I don't know if you've seen Hamilton yet. Uh, that's Angelica. Angelica. I, I have not seen <laughs> Hamilton yet. You suck. You suck. Either way, she's big time. She's in the cast, and we haven't seen her do anything. She showed up for two seconds. Maybe that was her uh, whole thing. I don't. She's in the cast. I so, in the cast for that one scene. She said hello, and then she did. no, like like she's in the main cast. She's gonna have a bigger role, so I would oh, like to see oh. whatever that role is. Um. I like workplace dramas. Show me the workplace. She's You're a lawyer. You're asking for too much. You are asking I'm for not, way too I'm much. I'm not. I'm not. Like you said when we first did this thing, it's called attorney at law. Give me and? the attorney at law. Give it, give it to me. <laughs> Apparently, they don't want to do that. They'd rather focus on Jen's dating life and her, her Tinder match profiles. 
Um, but um, yeah, that that pretty much closes out the episode. Uh, I feel like there's not that much more to talk about, honestly. I mean, it was kind of fun thinking about what Donnie Blaze could be referencing, but if we just think it's a gag, I think it's I just mean, a gag. It's a gag. I, I don't know where to go with it. it. I I was thinking, and again, this is me just, you know, going out there and trying to, uh, you know, rationalize this whole guy's existence. Um, so, you know how um, Kamala Khan, she uh, she's Miss Marvel, right? That was our previous Marvel uh, series that we covered. Check out our yes. podcast on that. Um, yes. They kept her names and her origins pretty much the same way, but they changed up the gimmick with her powers for the MCU. Um, you know, in the comics, she can um, inflate and stretch any part of her body. Kind of similar to Mr. Fantastic, but hers is kind of more tied to um, expansion or inflation in a way. She can make her fist really big, her body really big, stuff like that. Um, that's how she is in the comics, but I guess to kind of separate her more from Mr. Fantastic, who eventually we will get in the Fantastic Four movie for the MCU, um, who does have stretchy powers, Mr. Fantastic, I think to separate her from that character, they kind of changed up the gimmick with her powers, uh, Camilla Khan. So now her powers are tied to... Um, you the know, Nord the, dimension. The Nord dimension. Uh, the bracelets. Um, now they're kind of like Green Lantern fists in a way that come out of her body. And then also she's uh, a mutant in a way. She has a mutation. That was the reveal at the end of Miss Marvel. Um, so they they changed Miss Marvel's gimmick with her powers, right? For the for the sake of the MCU. I was thinking maybe they changed johnny blaze uh his origins in a way they changed his name they changed his whole deal with being like a biker to he's a run-of-the-mill magician his name's donnie blaze instead of johnny blaze and um i don't know maybe he likes motorcycles or something i don't know uh but i thought maybe hey maybe they're just uh taking the character mashing it into whatever the hell they want and then saying, hey, this is our version for the MCU. Will we? Will you see him again at some point? Uh, maybe, maybe not. But uh, he might be Ghost Rider. I don't know. Because it kind of sucks if they're saying, oh, we're, we're making fun of Ghost... Like, them doing that pretty much confirms, for me at least, they're never going to touch uh, Johnny Blaze in the MCU. Because no, why there's... make a gag? Why make a gag to a character like that if not... Re you know what I mean? Like, no, no, I get it. It's like if you make a gag, it's like you're basically saying we're not going to use this character. It's silly. So why, I, why should we? I, 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 I totally get it. I just know there's been plenty of talk about bringing Johnny Blaze in. I know uh, many fans want to see uh, Norman Actually, Reedus from The Walking Dead, uh, Daryl. Uh, they want to see him as Johnny Blaze. They've been really pushing for that i don't think it's a gag but i don't think this is the end for johnny blaze uh funny enough i i just looked up the actor who plays donnie blaze 
He's in Entourage. Oh, no, damn it. It was Sopranos. Not okay. Forget it. Never mind. Wow. He's, sorry. Sorry. Thought that thought there was more to the gag. Wait, is he's he in, in Sopranos? No, he's in Entourage. It was oh, not. Never yeah. Mind. So it's fine. Wow. So it's yeah, it's just a gag. It's there. Oh, it's just man. a gag. Um, any anything else? I I, I got nothing. <laughs> oh, it. he's also married to uh the showrunner. Oh, who's that? Cat Coiro. Oh, okay. Name so, doesn't ring a bell from what I can recall. She's she's a showrunner for She Hulk. Jessica oh, like, Gal. Like the entire show. Uh or yeah, right. No, uh Jessica Gal's showrunning. Cat Cor Cat oh, she's a director. She's been directing. She's okay. at least directed all these episodes, the first four episodes. Okay, okay. So she brought on her husband. Ooh, yay. Ooh, yay. Let's spit in the Marvel fandom's face by giving him a name of a character, a gag name of a character that everyone wants to see. I mean, hey, they can easily go and retcon this and be like, Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze comes looking for Johnny Blaze saying, I see you're, you're trying to use my namesake. Oh, there you go. Uh, no, that's just Mandarin 2.0. Uh, yeah, I was again. just going to say, it's literally just the Mandarin thing. Ew. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Would they do that again? I, I hope not. That would be so disgusting. Just have a cop-out name as a gag and then <laughs> rectify it later. You know, what? I would like to point out, this is probably like my last thing. Uh, I was like, I'm currently looking at that fight between like the demons. The CGI looks fine when she's in action. It's just when she's like, like walking around or just being normal as She-Hulk, right? That's where it kind of looks off. Yes. I mean, actually, even with when she was on her date, it looked better. Uh, it's you like when they put her in the suit and her hair's tied back. It looks bad. You know what's funny? I feel like the scenes that were showcased in the trailer, the ones that got the most flack for looking terrible for the CGI, I feel like upon that reaction, you know, Disney cracked the whip for their VFX artists and they're like, every scene that was criticized and laughed at in this trailer, y'all better go fix and make it look amazing um i think that's what happened because again the hulk scenes were in the trailer and she hulk in those two episodes or i guess in that first episode she looked good she looked right uh but it's the episodes that we haven't seen it's the scenes that we have not seen in previous trailers that make the cgi look really bad so right now you said it yourself you know, the fight scenes were not in the trailer, but they're fight scenes that, you know, they have to look convincing. And to be fair, a lot of it is in fast motion. So there's not a lot of time for you to, you know, really critique or analyze like how something looks when it's just moving so quickly. You can't really tell any defects in the in the CGI to a certain degree. But right. um, those scenes on the date, those scenes were in the trailer when she was taking pictures of herself uh for the for the matcher profile when she carried off that dude to her her bedroom uh those were all in the trailer and they were criticized because of terrible cgi so they likely made them go back to those specific scenes 
fix them, but any other scene that was not in the trailer is the weird stuff that we get. So the scene right behind you where she's talking with Wong in the courtroom, that wasn't in the trailer. This CGI looks really freaking weird. Really weird. It looks off-putting. I don't get it, man. It's it's like I understand the VFX artists are going through a lot with Disney and Marvel not giving them uh, enough time to do their work. Uh, but you know, th this is on the blame of Disney more so. Like, y'all got the money for this. What what are you right. doing? <laughs> I don't understand. Get it right. Come on. It's not that hard. Uh, I know y'all got money like freaking uh I, I mean maybe not as I don't know. Amazon put a 58 mil behind Lord of the Rings. And look at Come it. Come on. Look at it. I mean oh my god. I I don't like to draw comparisons like that to completely unrelated shows but I mean look look at it. Look at Lord of I, the Rings. Look at I'm Lord just, of the Rings. I'm just looking at it from the fact that they're two powerhouse companies that definitely they're got billion the billion dollars. They are not your right. local indie indie company down the street with a couple grand making a fan film for, no, multi-billion dollar corporation. Look I know y'all got the it. Rings. I know you got it. So <laughs> compensate your VFX artists and give them the time that they need to to do this right yeah yeah that's literally what it comes down to um but uh yeah cgi is whack uh in certain scenes um wong and jen getting along oh and madison and wong are gonna be a thing now uh, not you know like i mean maybe they might be together i don't know but i, I mean more so like she's there to stay for for now because she's, for the time being yeah for the time being she's there watching the sopranos uh, with him in the end credits and she's asking about all these alcoholic drinks if she if Wong's ever had them before he's talking about yak milk and vodka it's it's silliness it's silliness um so she's there to stay it seems and I guess we'll probably see more Madison with two ends and a weirdly placed Y um but you'll never guess where it is you'll never guess where it is freaking so, terrible uh <laughs> Any any other final thoughts on uh, on She-Hulk? Because this is probably one of our shorter episodes, but I, I I honestly got nothing else. Listen, I there are things I enjoy about She-Hulk. I just can't say yet uh, how I feel like overall about the show. No but, way! Four episodes in, you can't tell me how you feel. I mean, I already said how I felt. It's just. There are things I like and there are things I don't like. So lay down the hammer right now. Yay or nay for She-Hulk? No, I won't. Oh, I'll let it nay? finish. Nay? I did the same thing for Miss Marvel. I let it finish. But I'll tell you what, this is episode four. I don't feel the same way I felt about like Moon Knight episode four. I, I'll say that. There you go. Is that a. I was elated. After watching Moonlight, Moon Knight episode four, wasn't Moon Knight episode four the weakest? No, because it ended. That episode ended with them with the hippo. Was that for, well? Anyways, yes, um, yes, it was. I remember there was one. Oh, maybe it was episode three. There was one episode that was kind episode of episode three was the weakest. Episode okay. three was the weakest. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. All right. Um, I mean, I don't need to consume. <laughs> <laughs> mindlessly until the end. I could say nay for She-Hulk so far. 
I could say nay. Could it convince me into a yay by the end? It can. Uh, but four, four episodes in, I'm sorry. Lord of the Rings hooked me in two episodes. House of Dragon hooked me on one episode. Again, completely different series. But again, with when it comes to television, you got to hook your audience in episode one and not rely on just the fact that, oh, well, this is Marvel, so you got to consume it until, you know, uh, so so you can know what's going to happen next. Um, four episodes in, She-Hulk is, She-Hulk is, dare I say, mid, our favorite word of the day. But we'll see. Episode five might be a banger. Episode four was just kind of, all right, it was there. Uh, any arcs you're looking forward to in episode five? I the guess the, I, I mean, again, I'm not trying to set my expectations, but I guess the Daredevil arc, I'd love to see what they're going to do you're, with that. You're even high, you're setting it high already by saying it's going to be an arc. What if it's just well, a scene? I, we know, no, they've confirmed it's an arc, so. What, who did? When? Yes, man. Where have you been? They, they confirmed it's be an arc? Wait, what do you like, mean? When like, I say explain, an arc, I, when I say an arc, it means he's in multiple episodes. Oh, he's in multiple episodes. Yes. Okay. So he's not just part of uh, the cast. It's not Charlie... just a drop in. Hello. No, I dare. Charlie. Charlie Cox is part of the cast. Okay. However right. that may look, I'm just curious to see what they'll do. Not that I'm hyped to see Daredevil because I prefer the other suit, but. Oh, you don't. Uh, wow. You don't like the classic suit. I mean, I haven't seen it fully, so i'm not i can't really judge i but do, you know, do you know the what the classic suit looks like yes it's yes the middle red with the yellow appendages okay yeah yeah that, that, that's what it looks like um i mean we'll see i know marvel's been getting criticism uh for uh what's the word that they uh, modernizing the superhero suits too much um so maybe this is their response saying okay y'all just want y'all just want campy straight from the comic suits here you go here you go i hope you like it <laughs> and we'll see what happens i mean i get what the criticism is when it comes to the suits but i feel like sometimes the criticism reached a little too far uh like i know some people hated john krasinski suit as mr fantastic and wandavision get out of here i thought it, it was, was fine, fine. It looked fine. Was fine. You know what's it, funny? I noticed we keep referring to Multiverse of Madness as WandaVision. We did it last week too. Uh, because you just said Doctor Strength. I mean, uh, you just said uh Mr. Fantastic in WandaVision. Oh, did I say did I? And I did it last week. Wow. Doctor, it's like you know we what? forgot I mean, that's Doctor Strange's movie. Yeah. Wow, look at that. It's okay. It's okay. That. But no, I get it. Um I can't imagine they have a bad suit here. Like, there's no way a group of people making this show all thought it was a bad suit and said, just go with it. This is the return of Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Let's just botch the suit. Right, yeah, there's no way. There's no way. You can't have that many idiots working one thing, so. Hold my beer. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. We shall um, see. But 
there you have it, folks. There's our breakdown, our deep dive of She-Hulk episode four. Let us know what you all think. You know, did you guys enjoy this episode a little bit more than us? Or are we kind of in the same boat? Like, what are you thinking about She-Hulk? Because I know some people have just left after episode one. Some people are trudging along on episode four. And others are just really, really hyped for episode four and onward. I know I know. IGN gave this episode a nine out of ten. They did? Oh, my they, God. They gave it a nine out of ten. Oh, I have to um, read what they said. Oh, boy. And I, I know one of their positives was, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm cherry picking at this point, but I know one of their positives was like it's, it's an all female led cast, and it's, it's like, I, 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 I didn't get that from episode four. You, you yeah, know what I mean? Not from episode four. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get that part. Nikki so, was in like two scenes. Yeah, and and I guess what she holds the main character. I get it, but it, I don't know. It's and it Wong was, was in the whole episode. Well, again, I don't. I, I I cherry picked. I read. I quickly read their quick little summary review, and and I saw that, and I was like, huh, what? Uh, all female uh, cast for the episode? I don't know. I'll probably look at it again after this. I'm gonna um, look at it because I'm concerned. I am concerned. A nine out of ten. I want to know what episode they saw because I clearly did not watch the right episode of Shield. Um, but with that said, everyone, let us know your thoughts. We're on all social media platforms, including YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Twitter, Spotify, Instagram, TikTok at the Yonko Table. Give us a like, give us a shout out, and let us know your thoughts. Share us around, and we'll catch you on the next one of She Hulk. With that, everyone, I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Signing off. Take care. Join the Discord on our Discord. Oh, join the Discourse on our Discord. Oh, I almost got those mixed up. Catch you next time, folks.